Hey, it's Meatball. And Mark. And this is the Rocker Morning Show on demand from 107.7 RKR. This is the best of the Rocker Morning Show with Meatball and Mark. Ricky, you're on with Mark and Meatball. Ricky Reckman, how are you, sir? Dude, I'm doing very good. Thank you. Awesome, how man. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, yeah, man. you're doing great, dude. <laughs> Appreciate you. Uh, former MTV host of Headbangers Ball, DJ, creator of Hollywood's Cat House, Ricky Rackman. Welcome to the Rocker Morning Show, bro. We appreciate you today. I appreciate being on the show. I'm very, very excited about the show at the Art Theater May 10th. Yeah. And uh, I'm, just, I'm really excited about all this stuff. Yeah, you're uh, you're heading out on, uh, I guess, the end of next month is when you start this, the One Foot in the Gutter Tour. Like you mentioned, you've got May 10th at the Art Theater in Hobart, Indiana. And then uh, another show, too, kind of in the area, May 12th, Reggie's Shack in Chicago. This seems like kind of a very unique speaking tour that you're on. Is this something that you've wanted to do for a while? That's a kind of an, an interesting question because, and I've said this before, I can't say that this is what I've dreamed of doing because my <laughs> dream was never this cool. Right. <laughs> I, my whole life, you know, when my friends were starting bands like Guns N' Roses or, or whatever, yeah. you know, and they're all talking about tour, I always dreamed about how cool it would be to be on tour. Uh-huh. And I love telling stories. And everybody kept on saying, when are you going to write a book? When are you going to write a book? And then an opportunity came up for me to get up on stage and do it. And I enjoyed it so much. And it was a sellout. And then it got great reviews. Mm-hmm. And then they started, you know, asking, hey, do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? And I did a show in, in Flint at the machine shop and it sold out. Nice. Cool. And I was like, this is kind of like the greatest thing ever. Because all I do is just get up there and I tell all these stories that, that, that people have asked me about and stories that people have never, ever heard. It's not just Headbangers Ball at Cat House. It's the first exposure to hard rock and heavy metal right. to losing everything and getting arrested and being a car salesman. <laughs> you know, it's just like <laughs> right. every aspect, but a lot of stories about Headbangers Ball and everything like that. And uh, to know that the shows, that people are going and that the show's got great reviews, it's far better than anything I could have ever imagined. Yeah. And I'm having so much fun doing it. That's great. I was going to say, it's, it says a lot about you being able to go up there and talk about, you know, the struggles that you've gone through, but confidently too, because where you're at right now, you're in a good place and everything that led up to this has got you to where you are. And now, you know, you're killing it with the, with, you know, getting into the one foot in the gutter tour. And a, a lot of people do know you from, Headbangers Ball, but from from what I've heard, wasn't it Axl Rose like one of the main reasons the club became so popular and basically what ended up landing you on MTV? The Cat House Club, um, without yeah, a doubt. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, when when Axl says, "Hey, can can we?" You know, they play with the Rolling Stones four nights. You know, a couple hundred thousand people, and he says, "Hey, let's do a show at the Cat House." You know, next yeah. week, and we'll film a video there, and they film the <laughs> "It's So Easy" video at the Cat House, <laughs> so and then wild. I was like, and I was like. And we're watching Headbangers Ball, and I go, man, that would be fun. He's like, do you want me to make a phone call? And I'm like, really? <laughs> and so Axel calls up MTV and says, hey, my friend Ricky, and they knew about me from the cat house, and he's like, yeah. do you want me to go to New York with you to audition? I'm like, yeah. And, uh, you know, so does it help if you know somebody? <laughs> Obviously. <I've> never, <laughs> right. My first time ever on TV was on Headbangers Ball, so I didn't know wow. what the hell I was doing. <laughs> so obviously those things help, but then, you know, I just took it from there and, and, and just kept on going. But yeah, Guns N' Roses. And then, you know, I, I still have a company that sells apparel, and we sell the Cat House shirt nice. like Axel wore in the Paradise City video, and Slash still wears that shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so I owe a lot to Guns N' Roses, and I still really appreciate 
all the help that I got from a band that ended up being the biggest rock and roll band in the world, which is weird when your friends become the, you know, I remember the first time I heard Welcome to the Jungle at a football game. I was like, oh my God, they're playing Guns N' Roses. Like, yeah, they're right. like top 40 band. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, I forget. <laughs> You know, when you were doing uh, the Headbangers Ball, and I, I kind of get passionate about this too, you know, working in this industry, we get to talking to other people about, you know, new rock music and exposing people to, you know, new rock. When you were doing that, especially with Headbangers Ball and even to this day, like, do you get that kind of excitement when you get to expose people to this kind of uh, either new music or even what you got to see back in the day too? I love it when there's a band that I like and I tell people about it and then they write back and they say, dude, I love this band. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not, yes, I'm old as dirt, but do I still go to shows? Yes. Do I still go see new bands? Absolutely. Yeah. And if there's a band that blows me away and then I can't wait to buy their music, yes, buy their music and buy their t-shirt. I love doing that stuff. And then when somebody else says, hey, I really like that band that you turned me on to. It's just like when people say, dude, you turned me on to Pantera. I mean, I hear that all the time. Yeah. Except now it's more personal because I didn't pick the videos on MTV ever. So when people say, you know, oh, you turned me on to this band, it really feels good because, yeah. you know, if I, if I endorse a band and say there's a band that I like, it's because I really like them. Yeah, you know, there's no other reason. And just like when you were a kid and you heard this band on the radio and then you said, hey, have you heard this band yet? And then your friends listen to it on cassette or whatever. Uh -huh. I still like that. When I'm on stage, I mean, I, I, mean I, I know this sounds cliche, but like when I'm on stage at the art theater, I'm looking out there and it's like, look, you guys came to see me. So that makes me feel good. So we're all friends. Yeah. Right. I get up there and I tell stories like I'm talking to a bunch of friends. And that's what I'm told the show feels like. And that's what I want it to feel like. Yeah. Do you have any bands right now that you're just like super high on? Um, in my older age, I listen to heavier music, right. which is kind of crazy. I think of the newer bands, there's one band that I really like called Unto Others. Okay. Yeah. And they kind of have this kind of, they're, they're metal, but they almost have like a gothy feel to it. Okay. They're really cool. I mean, some of the bands that I listen to, the new bands that I listen to, uh. have actually been around for 10 years. Like, I still <laughs> say, like, oh, yeah, I love Lamb, that new band, Lamb of God. It's like, really, yeah. they've been around for 20 years. <laughs> it's like, new bands, to me, are still, you know, so very rarely are they, like, new, new bands, because... I, I am sometimes the last to hear about new bands, but yeah. I still go to shows. I still get excited. You know, I went to go see Amana Mark, which, oh. you know, these are Vikings on yeah. stage. And the, the old Ricky sits at the show and goes, this is silly. Yeah. But the young Ricky sits there like the way he saw Eddie and Iron Maiden <laughs> on stage. Like, yeah. I had so much fun at that show. You yeah. Know? When you, I love being exposed to new music. When you were at the Amana Amarth, uh, Mark show, did you get down on the pit and do the row pit with everybody else? <laughs> This is the best part about it. I just had neck surgery. Oh, oh no. I had a neck brace. Wait, wait, wait. I had a neck brace on, but I had to go to the show. So when Amana Marth played, I'm like, oh, this is like great for old people because instead of going into a pit where they're throwing elbows, they're sitting on the floor and rowing <laughs> a boat. I talk about this in my show. I talk about this because it is the funniest thing, but still the coolest <laughs> thing, too. Like, they, you get on the ground and row a boat. <laughs> thing, put your back into the oar. I mean, this is the coolest thing ever. Yeah. And it's really nice for old guys because you don't get hurt when you're sitting on the ground pretending right. like you're rowing a boat. It's a good good core workout, too, while you're <laughs> Get some quads in there, you know? A show. And, you know, when I went to, and I talk about that show in my show, but the coolest thing about it was that I see is I see, like, 
old guys and, and their kids yeah. with battle vests on. You know, that's the greatest thing that we <laughs> yeah. didn't have back in the day is now I see parents and, and their kids at metal shows. Yeah. And that's awesome. Oh, that's fantastic. great. Well, you're not just a fan of rock and roll either. I know you got a passion for racing too. You've, you've had this racing rock show you've done uh, now for 19 years. Um, after living the rock and roll lifestyle in the eighties and nineties, how did you get involved with NASCAR and pairing it with the rock? To me, it was always effortless because even in my days of Headbangers Ball and before, mm-hmm. I was always a racing fan. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've always found, I mean, the things I love, I love racing, I love rock and roll, I love wrestling. And I've yeah. found ways to work in all of the things that I love, which mm-hmm. is what we're all supposed to do. Yes, I've had to have a lot of jobs of things that I didn't like doing. And that's what you got to do sometimes. Right. But, you know... I, I worked my butt off to do that. And, you know, I was working at the LA Coliseum last week for the NASCAR race and had a blast. That's and, awesome. You know, it's, it's like to say, Oh, well, how does racing work with rock? Well, that's like, okay. I also like eating, you know, onion rings. Well, how does onion rings work with rock? Yeah. No, they're just both things that I really love. They're, they're not the same thing. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and you used to do, uh, maybe you still do this too. Are you still doing the Rackman ride for charity? Last year, I think, was the last year. Okay. Every year, me and my wife would get on the back of a motorcycle and we would ride like eh, 15,000 miles yeah. and raise money for charity. And it was just her and I. And last year, we raised, I think, $23,000. Awesome. We gave it all to charity. Do a different yeah. charity every year. Way to go. And I think this year, because of the tour, this is going to be the first year in about a decade that I haven't ridden at least coast to coast. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but instead, I'm going to be in a minivan going coast to coast to all these shows. Right, right. Well, uh, May 10th, we are going to see you on the road, the Art Theater in Hobart, Indiana. And then again, a little bit closer, if uh, that show sells out, Reggie Shack in Chicago, Ricky Rackman, and experience this amazing period of rock and roll history firsthand from an icon from the 90s. Ricky, we want to thank you so much for your time today, and we wish you the best on this tour, man. Yeah, we'll see you soon, dude. Thank you so much. I hope I see you guys at the show. We'll Absolutely. Do, Live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 and on demand in the Rocker app. It's the best of the Rocker Morning Show on 1077 RKR.